0: Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is to feed the hungry, lift up the downtrodden, do justice, love, mercy, walk humbly before God to proclaim the good news that Jesus saves. Welcome to Jesus Saves Ministries Live, the ministry that dares to declare to the utmost Jesus saves from the penalty, the power, and soon the very presence of sin. And now, here's your host, The founder of Jesus Saves Ministries, Minister Angela Lee Price.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to another edition of Jesus Saves Ministries Live. I am your host, Minister Angela Lee Price. I am so glad that you are listening today. Be sure to tell someone. Uh, Maybe you should text or tweet or call and tell one of your friends, your coworkers, workers uh, your church members that we are on the air. Tell them Jesus saves. We have another uh, wonderful lesson uh, to highlight uh, in the International Sunday School Lessons. And uh, today uh, I have a guest on the line with me, uh, Pastor Rota Hunter. She has been with us before and she is back. She is my good friend. She is pastor of Fresh Wind Ministries. How you doing today, Pastor Hunter?
2: Good morning, Mr. Angela. I am doing good by the grace of God, and I'm honored to be back with you to highlight the Sunday school lesson, and it's always an honor. It's always an honor to come on with you.
1: You know, your name has been in my spirit for about two or three weeks, and lo and behold, when I decided to reach out to you, I discovered that it was your birthday, so God is good. Happy birthday to you. Yes,
2: thank you. I had a birthday on yesterday, and I, I just thank the Lord for being so gracious to me. And um, I always say what older folks used to say, people don't have to be nice. And I tell you, I had co-workers, uh, co-laborers, people that are in my circle and that are outside of my circle just show me that they love me. And I am just genuinely grateful for that. I am so grateful for that. And so thank you. Thank you.
1: God is good, and I, you know, I always enjoy talking to you when we get together, we get uh, in one of these lessons. We certainly do have a, a glorious time in the Lord, and so thank you for uh, being my guest uh, again today on Jesus Saves Ministries Live. Uh, we're going to get into a, a, a great discussion. Uh, we're talking about love. We've been talking about love for 13, well, uh, for total, it will be 13 weeks. This is lesson number nine of 13. Uh, And the overall theme is love for one another. Uh, Today, we start a new unit of study. Uh, This is unit three that we start for this weekend. And uh, the unit is entitled Godly Love Amongst Believers. And so if anyone should love Uh, Believers should love one another uh, because it is a command of God. And then also because it uh, exemplifies who God is because God is love. And uh, so we're going to talk about uh, under this unit of study, uh, godly love amongst believers today. Our subject is loving by serving, loving by serving. And we're in the book of John today, so I would encourage you, as you uh, grab your your favorite beverage, your cup of coffee, your water, uh, to turn in your book or open your Bible app and turn to John chapter thirteen. John chapter thirteen, and uh, this is a very familiar passage of Scripture, and uh, we're we're going to read verses one through fourteen. No, actually, 1 through 15, and then skip just a little bit to verses 34 and 35. Um, And again, we're talking about loving by serving. And uh, uh, Pastor Honey, will you lead us in a brief word of prayer as we get started today?
2: Yes, yes, I'll be glad to. Father God, we come before you this morning recognizing that it's through you that we can do all things. We thank you for your grace today. We ask that you would go before us, Lord God, as we open up your word. We ask that you would open it up unto us. God, give us revelation, give us clarity, and give us um, wisdom. Father, as this word goes out, I pray that you will begin to just move through the airways. Father God, that you would have your way. Now, Lord God, we surrender and we yield. And we ask that you would just begin to use us that you would get all the glory and we give you thanks in advance in the strong name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Again, welcome to Jesus Saves Ministries Live. We're so glad to have you listening today. Uh, again, my guest is Pastor Rhoda Hunter, and she's the pastor of Fresh Wind Ministries. Pastor Hunter, tell us a little bit about your ministry and what's going on with your church. Wow.
2: <laughs> actually, as you know, um, We've been doing virtual for like uh, the last five and a half months, probably six months. I'm gonna say six months. Um, our last day at the Y downtown on 10th and Chestnut at 9:20 West Chestnut was March the 15th. It was our Youth Sunday, and uh, you know that was when the that was when the um, governor had first said, you know, we're gonna shut the city down due to the pandemic. And uh, after we were out of there, I never felt led to go back. I just it was just in my spirit, so I. I had a witness from the Holy Spirit not to go back. So, of course, every Sunday you would see me coming live from my kitchen. But what I am doing now, and I'm focusing on a lot of outreach uh, as the year comes into uh, 2021. Um, I love outreach. Amen. Uh, and so I'm focusing on that with the youth. As you know, every third Sunday is Youth Sunday. And so for the rest of the year, we're going to give them um, a break, and then they're going to come back in probably around January or February. But we're going to try to help them reach out to the seniors. We're going to do um, projects with seniors, like um, as the uh, uh, springs come forward, uh, seniors that are need help with getting things out of their home, cutting their grass. Just trying to do things to outreach in the community. So right now we are really focusing on outreach. That's where we're headed in this season. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, wonderful. And uh, for those who are listening, uh, how can they uh, see your ministry online, and how can they reach you?
2: All right, absolutely. Well, as you as you noticed, uh, Sunday we actually was here in my home because I felt like you know I wanted that I wanted that um, to connect. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to connect with the people of God. I was getting really kind of weary with the virtual because I felt like there was a disconnect. Like, wow, you know, I see these people every week, you know, via social media. And uh, and then we would do like a Zoom, like during the midweek or house party, excuse me, where we could see each other. And so if they want to connect with Fresh Wind, uh, they can catch me. I will be live this Sunday via um uh, social media, I'll be on here, but then the second Sunday of the month, uh, we're gonna come back here at my house. and then uh, the third Sunday, we will actually be uh, out in Shepherdsville. We will be with Triumph International and I will be ministering there. They can also reach me at lady of grace eighty nine at gmail dot com. So those are ways they can reach Fresh Wind Ministries. Uh, we come live every Sunday morning at 1130. And then, uh, of course, you know, Lady of Grace 89 at gmail.com. That's how they can connect with Fresh Wind Ministries.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and I see you on Facebook. Are you on any other platform?
2: Actually, I have an Instagram account, but you know what? I don't. I haven't activated it, and I'm not on Messenger. And there's a, a lot of times people would send me things through Messenger, and I said I'm gonna have to post again because I really, I just don't really favor Messenger because of all the, um, all the. Um, wh- uh, I can't say thank you, Holy Spirit, but when you get all those email I mean, all those tags where, you know, and so I really don't favor a um, messenger. So, but no, I'm getting ready to activate my Instagram, uh, you know, probably right at the first of the year, I will, in, uh, I will go back and um, activate that Instagram. But as of right now, you can just catch me on uh, Facebook, you know, on social media. That's the only platform that I'm on, you know, in this season right now.
1: Okay. Okay. And how long have you been ministering in Louisville?
2: Wow. Okay. Let's go back, Minister Angela. Me and my former husband uh, left Louisville in 89, and he got a job in the state of Maryland. So we were like two hours outside of Baltimore, and uh, we lived across the Chesapeake Bay in a little town called Centerville, Maryland. So we were like two hours outside of Baltimore, two hours outside of Washington, D.C., So uh, we left there and went to Ohio, to Columbus, Ohio, and our bishop sent us to Tennessee in 93, Knoxville, and we started our church there. Well, I'm sure everyone knows after 17 years of being married, um, my marriage did dissolve in 2003. And then in 2008, so it's been 12 years, I came back
1: home to Louisville.
2: Uh, I've been preaching for 35 years. 35 years. Praise and God. I, and I've been back
1: Praise six God
2: years. <laughs> yeah, 35 years. Yeah,
1: 35. Yeah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And not only do you preach, you also sing beautifully. God has given you a beautiful voice. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you,
2: Minister Angela. you so kind. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get into the word today in John chapter 13. Um, I'm going to start um, at verse 1 and read through verse 8. And Pastor Rhoda, if you pick up at verse 9 and read the remaining verses, um, I am going to come from the New New Living translation. I'm in New Living. Okay. Uh, John chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to pre- betray Jesus. Verse 3, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water in a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. Verse 6. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. Verse 8. So Peter protested. You will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. If you pick up at verse 9.
2: Yes, I will. And I'm going to be reading um, Minister Angela from the New King James Version. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my feet. I mean, and my and my head. Jesus said to him, verse 10, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. Verse 11. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. Verse 12. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? Verse 13. You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. Verse 14. If I then, your Lord and Teacher, have washed your feet, you also
1: ought to wash one another's feet. Okay, and then uh, John chapter thirty. Go ahead. Uh, Thirty-two.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. All right. Let me get 34. down there. i I'm actually got. Yes, yeah, I've got my computer, and I'm okay, there. We go.
2: All right, verse thirty-four. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, but you also love one another, that you also love one another. Verse 35, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another.
1: Amen. 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 John 13, verse 15 is a key verse and keep in keep in mind verse. Um, for I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. And so the word of God for the people of God, praise be to God. Um, you know, many people think that the way up is up, but the way up is not up. The way up is down. Jesus got down on his feet. He took off his towel and he washed his disciples' feet. He got down on his knees. And uh, this lesson today is going to teach us that uh, we must serve well in order to lead well. Uh, Because if we look around, oftentimes we see that we have a whole lot of chiefs and very few Indians. Uh, But this lesson will tell us that the way up is not up, the way up is down. And we must love one another by serving. And we are, we're in uh, the book of John and, uh, you know, there are four gospels, Matthew, Mark and Luke and John. Three of them are synoptic, Matthew, Mark and Luke, they see together. So you see many of the same stories in Matthew, Mark and Luke. But in John, John is different. And uh, John is a book that starts—it um, doesn't start the same way the other books do. The other books generally start with um, the birth of Jesus and, you know, him coming uh, to the world. And, uh, but in John, we see John starts with Jesus eternal in the beginning was yes. the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So John starts wow. differently. He, uh, he starts with, with God, Jesus eternal, being in the Word with God. And so he starts differently. Yes. This book is also more philosophical uh, than the yes. other, uh, the other uh, uh, Gospels. And then here we see a much more detailed teaching of what's going on in the upper room, um, the on the eve just before uh, Jesus is portrayed and he's wrongfully arrested, and so we are right here in in, in uh, one of the major passages that we usually study. You know, around the time of Chris of not Christmas of Easter, of Easter. Yes, uh, we study this yes. text. And uh, so uh, we're going to pick up the story today. And uh, basically, I kind of want to just divide the text and just kind of give you an overview of what this text is talking about. Um, John here gives us a summary Mm -hmm. statement of spiritual importance of events that are happening in the text. And and so we know uh, about... The disciples being in the upper room with Jesus just before uh, he is wrongfully arrested. Uh, uh, yes. Talk Pastor Hunter about what's going on in this upper room.
2: Amen. Well, as you know, it starts off with them, it's right before the Passover. And uh, as you know, as you uh, study this, uh, they were actually, at one point, they were afraid. Um, It often comes to mind, and you hit so many things. I mean, I'm sitting here getting excited. I'm like, wow, you know, I don't even have to say anything. She needs to go ahead and just do this whole podcast. But um, Jesus is preparing them because he's getting ready to go away. And as you know, uh, you know, he takes this, you know, he has communion with them, you know, right before. And that is so important, you know, because that's the fellowship and the union. So he has this communion with them and not that the communion is over, then, of, of course, we know that the enemy has entered into the heart of Judas Iscariot to to portray the Lord. And it's and it's so ironic, as we're talking about loving by serving, even in that, Christ loved, uh, he loved Judas, even in that. And, you know, he didn't kick yes. him out. You know, he didn't kick him out of the circle because he knew that he was going to betray him. And you hit on some things, and I'm not going to hit those things right now. I'm just going to flow with the Spirit. But as you were talking, I was listening to the Holy Spirit, and he was dropping things down in my spirit. We have to learn as leaders, and I said it Sunday. I said it Sunday. I said to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. And we have to learn that we are to serve people. People don't come into the church to serve us. People, You know, God didn't call people to serve us. So Jesus did not kick out Judas out of the circle. He knew he was going to betray him, but he still yet allows him to be a part of the fellowship. He allowed him to take the communion. He allowed him to go through the whole process of everything. He knew that. And then also, uh, he also knew that I believe that if Judas had been there at which he was there, he still washed his feet. And I don't want to get too uh, far into it because I just, you know, I want to hear what you have to say, what the Lord has given you. But I was listening to you while you were talking. You were hitting so many things. I'm like, you know, God, this is so good. So we see the Lord preparing them. He's had, you know, he has the um, he has the communion with them. He's getting them ready because, as you said, he was just he was unjustly arrested. So that's nothing new today when people are arrested. <laughs> Jesus was unjustly arrested years ago, so people shouldn't feel shouldn't feel slighted. Amen. But I thank God. Amen. This is so great that He's teaching us how to serve. And as you said, you know, going up. I mean, uh, to go up is not to go up but to go down and jesus said that you know he said if you want to be exalted you abase yourself and i learned years ago just by serving under some of my bishops that i would see people jockeying trying to be uh exalted in front of people and those very people that did that it was god literally took the people that was not trying to uh, exalt themselves and that serve. And I saw the Lord elevate those people. And I learned years ago, you have to learn to serve. So I'm going to stop right there, Minister Angela, but it's so much happening right here, uh, because Jesus is preparing them for ministry, which is serving. So I'm going to stop right there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to pick up on, uh, the foot washing and the significance of the foot washing. Um, as recorded in John's gospel, the act of foot washing had a twofold significance. And first, it is a symbolic prophecy of Jesus's atoning death. And uh, he was yes. telling Peter, he said, if I don't wash your feet, you're not going to have any part of me. Uh, in other words, he's it's an, a symbol of washing away his, uh, washing his sins and cleansing him of his sins. And uh, so that's the significance of the foot washing. Um, Then also, I want to talk just a little bit about foot washing as it was uh, there in the first century. Uh, It was something that they did all the time because the, uh, the disciples and the people, as they walked on the road, they had sandals on. And of course, their feet were always dusty and dirty. And so the foot washing was actually left to a servant. It was uh, something that was done. Uh, there was always a pail of water and, and a cloth to wash um, guest feet. And um, yes. so here it is that they are in the upper room, but they don't have a servant. It's just an intimate uh, gathering, an intimate uh, gathering for um, the Passover meal. And what you uh, yes. uh, uh, talked about how he turned that Passover meal uh, into the uh, first Lord's Supper, uh, but there they are, and uh, Jesus uh, wants to wash their feet. And uh, a part of that is that they often set at low tables, like a coffee table. And so when they yes. uh, took their, when they got into a place, they would all be there at a low table. And of course, it was incumbent that everyone have clean feet because you're going to be there together. And so, um, wow, uh, wow! Jesus, he is giving this object lesson, and he is talking about humility. And he is saying, mm. uh, you know, because uh, uh, Peter pushes back, he says, oh, no, Lord, I don't want you to wash my feet. Basically, you are the teacher, you are the master, um, and yes. you don't wash feet. This is beneath you. And, and God yes. pushes back to say, unless I wash your feet, you won't belong to me. Wow. Wow. And, and so again, wow. he is teaching them how to be humble. And he is saying, this is, you see what I am doing? Uh, I want you to do this uh, after me. Uh, uh, you need to wash one another's feet um, because I'm, I'm asking you that you love one another by serving one another. Uh, anything else you'd like to add there?
2: Minister Angela, I'm I'm getting excited. As you know, I mean, I love the word of God. I love the word of God because I like the way uh God's word, and this is what I say, and this is just Rhoda. This is just Pastor Hunter's um, this is my uh take on it. When when I hear the word of God, I immediately say, That's for me. You know, I never say, Oh, I wish Angela Minister Angela was here. She this would have been. I always say, This is for me. Yes, I want to go back. You said, uh, God, the Holy Ghost is, you know, and, and we asked him to flow through us this morning. I thank the Holy Spirit. I hear him speaking through you. I want to go back and also go back to, you said, the first century church did this all the time. I just told my church, I said, I'm going to do a foot washing service and I'm going to wash all of you guys' feet because the Lord had been dealing with me concerning something. But I also want to go back and say, as you were talking about, this was something that they did uh, traditionally because they, back then they did travel by foot. Quite often, and they did uh, walk on dusty roads, but also it was an honor. You know, there's a two fold to this to wash someone's foot. I thought about in the book of Genesis when, when the Lord Himself and the two angels appeared to Abraham, you know, when people would come, you would wash their feet. It was an honor because you would eat together. And so that was an honor. And so there was an honor. And then, as you said, it was a form of humility, but it was also an honor to serve when someone you thought came that had great prestige would come into your presence, they would wash their feet before they would suck together. But then you also said about the table being a low place like a coffee table. God, you know, he was he was dealing with me about how we've raised the pulpit in the church, in the sanctuary. And years ago, it was all one level feel. You know, nobody was elevated. It was like the preacher and the people, you know, back then, they were eye to eye, you know, and over the years, the pulpit got elevated. So I don't, I don't want to stay right there too long, but the Lord was teaching them. um, This is how you, this is how you go up. You said that Peter said, no, Lord, not you, this is beneath you. And that is so ironic because that's exactly, every time I read this text, that's what the Lord was showing me, that Peter, not out of arrogance, but it was out of his reverence to the Lord, that, no, Lord, you are Lord. But Jesus, being the teacher, was teaching him, well, let me change your method of thinking, Peter. No, this, this, this makes you great when you become low. This is not beneath me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I Excuse me, I had just told the people of God because the Lord said to me, Rhoda, I want you to lead the people by example. I want you to wash their feet. And I don't have a problem. Whatever the Lord tells me to do, I do not have a problem. I haven't always been there, but I have learned to yield. I have learned to yield. I heard Juanita Bynum say years ago, the secret to getting to the heart of God is yielding. And I have learned to yield. And, there, and it's been some uncomfortable places that the Lord has taken me, but I've learned to yield. But now I see the fruit of it in my life because I said yes. So in this text, he is not only teaching humility, but he's teaching servitude. And, um, and it was just so many, you know, so much in here. And then uh, I want to go back to where Peter said something. There's a reference, if you don't, if you don't mind, in John 15:3, Jesus tells them, "You are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you." So that's a that's a cross reference to this check uh, to this text. Because Peter said, just, you know, Lord, not, you know, if you're going to wash my feet, wash my hands and my head. But Jesus was telling him, as you said, prophetically, if I don't wash you, you don't have any part with me. And Jesus was saying, everything I've said to you, just along, just my word, that will clean you. Everything i said to you, it will clean you. But he was showing them, this is how you go up. You lower yourself. This is what makes you a servant. And I heard... And I heard
1: someone say, it's not not a title, it's a tale. Amen, amen, amen. We're going to have to leave it right there, Pastor Hunter, because our time has gotten away from us. And I certainly appreciate you being on uh, uh, the uh, broadcast today. And uh, certainly we are to love one another. And we love one another by serving yes. one another. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you again, Pastor Hunter. And again, just give us uh, just a brief way that we can reach out to you. How can we uh, find you on uh, Facebook?
2: Sure. You can find me on Facebook in two places. Uh, I didn't mention uh, Fresh Wind Ministry has its own page. Which is the church page. Freshwind Ministries and then also Rhoda M. Hunter, that is my personal page. Excuse me. And then also Ladies of Grace89 at gmail.com. And at the beginning of the year, if the Lord says so, I will activate that um Instagram account. It has been um a pleasure, Minister Angela Lee Price. I want you to know that I love you and this, this, was, this was personal for me because I, I didn't even know. And when you sent me the information, it just let me know that I was right in sync with the Lord because he's showing me to, to keep going lower and, and lower and to love the people of God.
1: Thank you so much. Hey, amen. Amen. And thank you all for listening today to this edition of Jesus Saves Ministries Live. Be sure to go out and uh, tell someone. Go out and serve someone this week. Find ways that you can serve someone and tell them jesus saves
0: god bless thanks for listening to jesus saves ministries live with your host minister angela lee price this program is sponsored by the live conference suite at 2001 west broadway your facility for small group gatherings to book our facility go to our facebook page at the live conference suite to invite minister angela to speak at your event or to reach our guests, email at jesussaves838 at gmail.com or by phone at 502-415-1001. Feel free to join Jesus Saves Group on Facebook at Jesus Saves Ministries L-O-U. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Jesus Saves 838. Until next week, keep sharing, saving grace of Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, to the utmost, Jesus said.